Hello, and welcome to ROINJ's podcast, where we will let you hear from the top business leaders and experts from around the Garden State. I'm your host, Anjali Kimlani. Thank you so much, Governor Murphy, for joining me today. Honored to be here. We've wrapped up a very interesting, very long uh, trip through Germany and Israel. Uh, I noticed that at every stop you did mention the Evergreen Fund. It's something that, as we all know, still requires legislative um, action. How confident are you that you're going to get this done? So the early, and I won't get into the details of what it is, but it's something that no other state has done. It's a way to, it's a way to connect large companies and their economic interests with the startup culture uh, and get serious money in the venture capital space. Um, it's, it's early, but the, the early interactions have been very positive uh, in both chambers. Uh, but it's, it, it, these, these uh, tax credits, the current generation, expire on June 30th of next year. So we, we don't want to wait till then. So we're literally drafting legislation as we speak. Are you afraid that this might be part of the budget battle for next year? I hope it isn't. I hope it isn't because it's in everyone's interest. This is, this is, uh, this is about growing our economy in a, in a pretty, if not pretty, uh, entirely unique way. So I think that's in everyone's interests. Germany was kind of a homecoming for you. How did you feel about returning? I noticed you were getting a little comfortable with the German towards the end of the yeah, trip. Yeah. I love spe- I do love speaking some German, so that was fun to practice. I had never never been back to the embassy since I have left, and so that was a pretty emotional return, uh, seeing a lot of co- former colleagues who were really good to us, and that was a seminal chapter in our life. Uh, as it relates to New Jersey, we touched a lot of bases, as we did in Israel, obviously, as well. Um, in, including in Germany, interestingly, while it was more of a big company uh, visit with the likes of BASF and Bayer and Linda and others who are already in New Jersey, plus some other big ones who we're trying to attract, it was. it's also surprisingly, um, and this has evolved in Germany, you expect the startup culture in Israel, for whatever reason, it has been slower to take hold in Germany, but we spent. I mean, you saw us with the with the you know ground zero in the offshore wind uh, community. A lot of them are smaller startups. Uh, we did a cyber a memorandum of understanding at the Darmstadt Cyber Hub. Uh, that's a startup notion. Um, Audible, one of New Jersey's finest, has got 200 people in Berlin, which is crazy. Um, we went to WeWorks, um, which is a which is a phenomenon. Obviously, it's got a huge Israeli um, heritage to it. That's a that's the sort of thing we'd love to see in New Jersey, but it's booming there. So I thought it was a great visit, plus we saw some old friends at the same time. Speaking of old friends, I understand that you had a penchant for a lovely wine list uh, while you were ambassador. I heard that you had a really great taste in wine, and that's been missed since you've left. Did you hear anything about that while you were there? No, I didn't, although I, I, eulog- I basically eulogized a, 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 the late foreign minister who was a very close friend, and I mentioned that he, there was a mutual friend of ours, and it was related to WikiLeaks, which was a, a mess. And and a mutual friend said, you know, Murph, if you wrote a long, heartfelt note, which I did by hand, uh, and you and you found a really good bottle of your favorite wine, that might go a long way. And that was part of the. Uh, yeah, we 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 like we, we do like wine. I can't comment on my successor's wine taste, however, but we enjoy it from time to time. So that's good to hear. That's wonderful. Uh, changing topics really quickly to Palestine. I understand uh, this is uh, probably the first that a governor has done as much with the Palestinian people. Um, 
Can you tell me about what you were thinking as you were listening to to sort of the issues that they're facing? You seemed pretty fascinated by what they're going through. Yeah, so we, since the moment we first coming, this is our sixth trip to Israel, so the first one was in August of 14, and I'm proud to say it was during the Hamas war. Uh, So I came into the teeth of that. Um, From the very first time, we have tried to find ways to hear all sides. Um, And in that first trip, for instance, not Palestinians, but uh, Israeli Arabs was a, was part of our focus. We met with an organization called Sekui, which which exists to find common ground between uh, Jews and Arabs inside of Israel. We met with them again on this trip. Uh, this trip, we also went to a boarding school, which you saw, and um, that school exists literally to recruit uh, Palestinians and Israeli young people in 10th, 11th, and 12th grades, I think as well as from other nationalities, but where they actually live together, which is extraordinary. And and, uh, and then today, we had wanted to reach out through the consulate, uh, which is now being folded back into the embassy, as I understand it, uh, some, some representatives of the Palestinian uh, business community in East Jerusalem. Uh, and we met, as you saw, six or seven, uh, or seven or eight, I can't recall, uh, business interests. So the reaction to that per se is, first of all, is, as you listen to it, most of them also had operations in the West Bank. So you've got uh, folks who don't know the, 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 the um, geography or the reality. You've got an East Jerusalem phenomenon. You've got a West Bank phenomenon. You've got a Gaza phenomenon. Most of the folks in that room, I think, were both in East Jerusalem and in the West Bank. And then a couple of them had operations in Gaza, which I had not realized. Um, I was impressed, first of all. I mean, there's some really good corporate stories there, including some that do a fair amount of business in America. My gut tells me there's an opportunity to do more. Um, We've got the largest Palestinian community, I think, of any American state. And it's probably the least developed, just because of all the geopolitics that are around. It's probably the least developed set of business relations. So I said, listen, one, one, of the, one of the follow-up ideas, I mentioned this to another Palestinian technology uh, entrepreneur tonight, is they, they should get on a plane and fly over and, and see our situation with their own eyes. And so I mentioned that actually to some friends in the community back home, that that's, some, that's a suggestion. So that's, that's what I would say, though. I was impressed. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a, a meeting the likes of which I've not done before. I think there's a lot of untapped upside, and we'll see. You know, as I mentioned, I think I said in the room, the, the long journeys in life start with one step or a first step. So, quick follow up on that: um, Are you concerned at all with the way that the Jewish community will react to this? No, not at all. I'm, I'm and, and I don't know how anyone could be. We're just trying to, you know, as I you you hear me say this a lot, just try call balls and strikes. And and um, I was really happy that we sat. Uh, I mean, we had. You haven't asked me about the rest of the trip, but, which you've seen with your own eyes. We had countless great either group or one-on-one meetings with largely innovation economy folks, some of whom were in the East Jerusalem group. Uh, there was a couple of life sciences, a couple of information technology companies. They don't call this the startup nation for nothing. When when you were going throughout the whole trip, as you mentioned earlier, there were definitely some uh, existing relationships with New Jersey yes. businesses who already, uh, you know, are yep. there or they or they have family there. Or it's, does it not then sort of? 
act as an echo chamber of sorts if you're sort of speaking to people who are already aware of New Jersey? Well, I think it helps because I think our story, the more you know our story, the more likely you are to come and, and, and invest or stay. So, you know, Teva Pharmaceutical, for instance, hosted us. As you know, we signed a proclamation. They then hosted. Now, this is a good example of that. Yes, they're, they already made the decision to consolidate their North American operations in New Jersey. So that was good. But at the same time, they graciously host, hosted <clears throat> with the embassy. How many? There were probably 20 uh, around that table at Teva. Smaller life sciences companies. And that's where the magic is, that venture capital idea we talked about. That's probably also where the magic is in the relationship, the economic relationship generally between Israel and New Jersey, where you get that, you get that act, institutions of higher ed, big companies, startups in that sort of virtuous circle. And when that happens, you can step back. It's going gonna, it's gonna to explode. That's the Boston story. They've been able to deeply embed MIT and Harvard research in particular, take it from theoretical to applied research to commercialization, and that's attracted, in their case, everybody from General Electric, which is a big company, to a whole startup culture. We have every, we, we have not only the same amount of, of tools at our disposal, I think we've got more to do just that. We just got to do it. and, and uh, so far, so good. This, this was in both countries. I think we made a lot of progress toward that. Fair enough to say that there were a lot of um, actual tangibles that you were able to achieve. Yeah. So we got a half dozen or or so memoranda of understanding that have real substance. Um, we got a couple of companies to either to, to actually say they're coming to New Jersey. I don't want to jinx it because it's a very complicated situation. We talked to somebody, which is why I'm, I'm now perpetually running late right now. Uh, we talked to someone tonight who's got, wherever they land, and we've got a real shot, a, a potential to actually make stuff in New Jersey and a potential of over 2,000 jobs doing it, uh, including high-end research. There are a lot of moves that have to, there's a lot of things that have to come together before that happens. So we, we did get some tangible results. And we planted a lot of seeds and furthered some conversations. There's nothing like when you show up and you say, listen, and I'm not saying this to pat myself on the back, please find another governor who's been here six times in the past four years or has as much of a our state to Israel's how much similarity and depth of connections and relationships. It's a pretty compelling case. Again, I always say this, if you're a one-issue voter, if all you care about is cost of doing business and your tax rate, we're probably not going to end up winning. But if you care about the entire ecosystem, the entire environment, uh, as I think most, if not virtually all, Israeli entrepreneurs care about, uh, we think we're the state of choice. Thank you so much, Governor. I appreciate your time. My honor. Thanks for coming on the trip.